1: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? <laughs>
1: Hi, everyone, welcome to For the Love of Palmer Grab Podcast, a live edition for the day that's in it. And as things happen and gremlins come into the system, just as we were about to go live, my light bulb. In the office, just blue. So this could get very, very dark very quickly. So if you just see me in uh, cloaked in darkness, I'm actually after turning on a secondary screen here beside me, so that I could get some sort of light shining on me, so you could actually see that I'm here. Um. So, uh, well, yeah. If anybody uh, (laughs) knows of an electrician, I might need one because I don't think that was just a bulb the way that it sparked. So, um, anyway, we the show must go on. The show must go on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, i'm not 100% sure uh, but uh, if anybody starts to see smoke behind me um you know let us know let us know in the, in in the comments or let us know on twitter and um, paddy you're here as well good evening <laughs> good evening to you it is a good evening on a good friday for anybody who celebrates um it is uh, the start of uh, of a weekend uh, for the football and as we know mm-hmm. usually on good friday there is a lot of uh uh, football league games, and there were some real rockers today. I think it was, uh, there's some good games of football today, but we're here today to talk to you about the big boys league without you know disparaging anybody in the lower <laughs> leagues. But uh, we're here to talk to you about Aston Villa versus Fulham, uh, coming up on Sunday, and we will absolutely get to that. But we've been away for a while, and there's been a bit of news, um, since we have been away, uh, especially I suppose today. We had some really, really good news with Ezra Conza signing his new. Four year contract.
0: Yay. Five year contract. <laughs> Five year contract,
1: yeah. Four four and a half year contract, this yeah. was, was was really is what it was. But yeah. uh absolutely great to get to get someone like that tied down. You know, this is there's some smart work being done and it's something the villa haven't done in a long time. You know, we won't be worrying about about Bosman rulings for quite a while to come, especially with our with our big players.
0: Um who do you think is next, Patty? Well, <laughs> He's got the bulk of them tied down now. I think I think might be the last we see until the summer to see who comes in and who goes out. And then, um, you know, if be- the best of my knowledge, they're all on fairly long term contracts. The newer players probably not. The likes of uh, Bertrand Treore and um, Maddie Cash. Well, I think Maddie Cash was on a four year deal anyway. So, you know, they're 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 all kind of locked in there. I suppose El Ghazi and Trezeguet. Uh, Neil Taylor, Elmo, David—the guys who were looking over their shoulder, I'd say, and see what's going to happen in the summer.
1: Yeah, I suppose realistically looking at what we have in the first the first eleven, just trying to rack my brains. It's probably only just sort out what the story is with Douglas Louise at the moment, because obviously, if Man City are going to going to exercise his buyback, you know, we probably want to be fine. We probably will be finding out, should I say, within the next couple of weeks. I'm open to correction, and I'm sure that I'm probably wrong on this, but I think it expires on the 38th of June. The 6th of June it expires. Is it the 6th of June it expires? I yeah. wasn't sure. I thought it was the thirtieth of June. So, yeah, well, look, that's what? That's only. Eight, that's eight, ten weeks' time. So we're going to find that out pretty sharpish. And, you know, if they don't, we still have him under contract for a few more years. And I would mm. imagine that Villa are probably waiting on, to see what the crack is before they sign him up to, to the long
0: deal. Would you say that's the case, Barry? I would think so. Yeah, I, I would imagine once everything is sorted and the and the sixth of June has passed, then he he will end up getting a contract too. Yeah, well, we can only assume that. Like he had a great start to the season. I know he hasn't been his uh his self, I suppose, since Christmas or so. Um, but you know he's he's still a very young man. I still have great hopes for him, and and I do believe that they will tie him down.
1: Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, look, I think I think regardless of whatever happens this year or whatever way the rest of the season goes, the nucleus of the squad has been built. Um the, the leaders within the squad are, are Putting their hands up, even in defeat, even in draws, even in this this probably a bit more turbulent second half of the season, the leaders in the squad are putting their hands up, and that bodes well for Dean Smith going forward, and bodes bodes well for the club because if you add more leaders in on top of leaders, that's not a bad thing. Never Mm -hmm. has been in the history of sport. Never has been. So um, I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Ezri Kanza, just like I, I even forgot he was on out with that. under twenties world championship winning team. I forgot he was on that uh three years ago. Was it two, three years ago? Um, but uh look, he's going to he's going to go down as as one of the best defenders in the league this year. We've tied him down to a contract. Yeah. There were teams sniffing around him as, you know, as as, as yeah. was uh was muted. Now we've got him tied down. If they want to if they want to take him from us, they better fork up the wedge booked. Yeah, you
0: know, and I'm, we're looking I'm, at I'm, Harry gonna a, money. I'm gonna make a, a fairly big prediction here now <laughs> today. I, I predict that in years to come when we look back on this guy because there's so much potential, I think we'll be naming him in the ranks of, of Paul McGrath. I think I think he has the potential to be as good and a as big a legend for us as Paul McGrath. He he's very like him in so many ways, and I, I can only just wish him well because he's such a likable guy. Um you know he, he, everything about him just screams that he's he's a, an ideal man to have in your team. He's he's ca- he's capable of coming up with a goal every now and again. You know it's very hard to dribble by him. He's just rock solid. He really is rock solid. And yeah. you know there's 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 no doubt that he's going to have a huge part in our, in their future.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um,
0: look, we won't put the pressure of uh, of
1: of him being being like God on him, the next if he does turn out to be like God, well, absolutely. Look, that's uh, we'll have paid pittance for him in the greater scheme of things. I just remembered, I have got to turn on our names for those of you who don't know who we are. Um, <laughs> so I need to get a producer. <laughs> but uh there's a few people there watching i just want to say thanks to the to, there's actually a good few people watching sam john thank you very much uh keep up the work lads stumbled upon your part few, a few weeks back and i'm hooked uh thanks very much sam uh for that very very kind words also kj says up the villa thanks a million for watching kj really really appreciate it mark kelly's here he says evening gents it is a good evening i'm just drinking morning, some, Guin- some guinness clear uh I'm drinking Guinness with no head. <laughs> Guinness with no head. For, for anybody who doesn't know what Guinness Clear is, just type it into YouTube and you'll see Brian O'Driscoll and Lawrence Delayo It was a, it was a great, um, it was a great advertising campaign for, uh, for being a designated driver, um, and it's basically water in a Guinness glass. That's what it is. But it uh, there's some funny ads on it there as well, and Dean as well. Dean was a, was a fountain of knowledge, um, sending us in information. I think it was about Mark Draper. Uh, the last time we did a, we did a podcast Dean's back again great to see you and happy Easter to you as well Dean uh, thank you so much for uh for for listening to the podcast as well um as sam has just said there the concept is a con- young conceptmate professional he obviously needs so learn so much from from his mistakes last season the only way is up that's actually that that is probably the best thing that he's done—it's not been the fact he hasn't been dribbled past this year—that he's the top top defend, defender outside of the mm. top six, uh, six squad or anything like that. But what it is is the the quickness of learning and the I suppose the clarity of thought that he now has in such a young body—he's only just gone twenty-three, from what I remember as well. You know, so um, and and it was interesting, Paddy, when you said that he he has that trajectory about him to be that that via Paul McGrath type. Um, of defender, um, whether he's revered in the same way, I think that's. I think we would say that more so about him than Mings because of the fact that he's twenty three and he could have ten years uh, of of the Villa, 14, whereas yeah. you know, Mings Mings might have another five in him, and that's cool too. Mings could, could win us it if we Mings, if we win two league cups because of Mings uh, <laughs> because of Mings' brilliant defense. That's fantastic as well, and uh, this isn't uh, pitting the two against the other. No, I and I, it's really just not the I, longevity. I
0: suggesting that either, I just yeah. I just believe that there's a lot of similarities. You know he's he's a very quiet guy. He's a very humble guy. He, uh, he you can see him almost blushing like Paul McGrath used to when he was getting uh, mm. his plaudits. So yeah. you know, long may it continue that he's pulling out performances like he is. I think he's still only been dribbled past once this season. Mm. So you know that that's some statistic with ten games to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one of those ten games, Paddy, is going to be
1: against Fulham on this Sunday. Uh, we do play for them, and um, you know it's been been quite, quite up until I suppose today. It was quite uh, for oh, I'm frozen there with a very awful looking face. Of me, um, but it was a very very quiet international break. Uh, for Aston Villa, you know, we didn't have a ton of people that were away. John McGinn, of course, turned into Lionel Messi when he put on the, the, the Scottish shirt, which is great to see. Scored two <laughs> goals. and um, fantastic for him. Um and uh, three goals. The under three goals. Yeah you're right. Three goals it was mm-hmm. um the under or the the, the what you call them the under-23s played in the in the Premier League two today. And Ken Hayden-Kessler again came up with goods with two more goals, which was great to see from him. Um, yeah. But we did have some news in that where Wesley was taken off with a precaution. I know there was a lot of stuff going around on the internet about him after redoing his knee again. I think that's unfair to say at this moment in time. Um, taken off for precautionary reasons. Here in this podcast, we're not going to speculate as to what happened. We're going to wait yeah. and find out from the club themselves.
0: He played 45 minutes at probably a lesser pace game during lockdown. You know, as somebody who's come back from a long injury myself, I know yeah. there's, there's, it takes a bit of time to, for, the, for the adjustment of, of all that turning and twisting. You know, it is going to seize up from time to time, and it will take time for it to, to, to even out for him. But uh, I'm sure it's fine. The club said it was a precaution, so it's, I'm not particularly worried about it. Good, I would yeah. like to see him. I would like to see him back this season. I would like to see him get some game time. So please, God, it won't be. Uh, it won't be too long before we see him again. Yeah, just, I, I
1: suppose. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I could.
0: have yeah, questioned. just on the on the under 23s I I had kind of written them off a few weeks ago. They're they're only one point off the playoffs there now. I think it, I think it's mm. important. Well, I would really like them to get up into the first division uh, or the premier division or whatever it's called. But, but, you know, they're in the second tier at the moment. I think I think it'd be good for our fringe players if we could get up and play at that higher level and really test them. For those that don't go out on loan next season, I think it would be important to play at that level and we'll keep them keep them up to a similar match speed. Well, obviously, it will be a step up to the Premier League, but it it will be a higher pace game, and it will adjust them better to the Premier League uh, appearance. If they do get some Premier League appearances, they should be well able to uh, to compete. But there's there's some there's some brilliant players in there, you know. The, the, the mm. Kane, Hayden, Kessler is just really exciting in us. Um, you Play know, himself from
1: again up front against against Fulham. That's what I say. <laughs> they can't stop scoring goals all of a sudden. It's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, young Young Ramsey's playing very well. Louis Barry got another goal mm-hmm. today. It was just great to see. And it was a penalty, but still he's on he's off the mark. Um I I I didn't see any of the game today, which is unfortunate because I've seen the last few games and they've been a bit mediocre and defended poorly, so it was refreshing to see that they won 4-0 today.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and 4-0 against the decent Wolves team as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well like you know, Wolves Wolves have have been competitive, uh, for a couple of years in that league as well. So it's 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 good to see. It's always good to get one over on our neighbors, as you as we always say in this podcast. It's not a derby. They may be our neighbors, but it's not a derby. Uh, <laughs> that's the way we're going to put it. That's the diplomatic way we're going to put it. But uh, the, in the senior ranks, we are playing a team that certainly can never be called our neighbors, and probably even though they did beat us in that playoff uh, that playoff final. I don't think you could ever really label them as a, as a rival of ours either in, in, in Fulham. Um, resurgent, I think, is probably the best way to describe Fulham at the moment. Uh, you know, from the, where, they, where they were when we played them at the start of the season, uh, number one, we want to have Connor uh, Horan in there uh, putting yeah. the strings like we did against, uh, against them at the start of the season. That was actually the one and only time the two of us have ever seen each other in real life in 3D Um, that's the only ever time we've ever seen each other would you believe because we started this la- we started really uh f- properly kind of um together on the podcast the podcast started in august 2019 and then paddy uh properly came on board in february 2020 and then of course the world couldn't cope History. with how good the podcast was isn't that what it is <laughs> and the lock then all- <laughs> yeah it's all yeah. our fault. Sorry, lads. Um, but uh, yeah, so we got to see each other because there was a, a there was a our lockdown was um, curtailed uh, for a period of time. Then I uh, just at the start of the season, it was great. But. Um, yeah, we won. Uh, we won comfortably and handily that day against the team that were playing a completely different system with a completely level of uh, a completely different level of football that we have uh, that we've seen them play as well. So it's going to be an interesting game this Sunday. I will start with Fulham, Paddy. Any yeah. players in the Fulham team that that kind of really stand out for you that have have really taken the mantle and 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 kind of driven that
0: team onwards? Well, I, I think, um, uh, Lookman and Bobby Reed take a- mm. The Cordoba Reid, give him his full uh, title. Um, mm-hmm. I really like them. Uh, you know, they have great attack and um, presence down the wing. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen him yet. Uh, Josh Mager who, who many people would know for his fame on uh, Sunderland Till I Die. Um, He was subject to a big transfer move. And I, I've been kind of keeping an eye out for him. And then he, he appeared in the January transfer window. And you know he he looked like a really good player on the, with with Sunderland. I know it was a big step up, but uh, they have him on loan, and and you know he hasn't set the world alight just yet. But he he he's a kind of fox in the box kind of player, so we we need to be defending a bit higher to keep him out of the goals. Mm.
1: Yeah, he nice little player. Uh went off to Bordeaux if I'm not mistaken and has, has moved mm-hmm. from Bordeaux back into the into the Premier League again or back into English football, I suppose so to say. Um very, very mobile player as well up there, uh, alongside Mitrovic. And I think that gives them something up there. Um they yeah. could overread probably they, they did play a three at the back. They were playing kind of almost a four uh or sorry, a three four three kind of at the start of the mm-hmm. season and now they've kind of reverted back to more or less a flat four four two, four, which yeah. I I like Scott Parker as, a, as as a manager I like I always liked him as a player and um, mm. I just thought there was never any shite about him if you know what I mean I think he's he's just he, he comes across as a guy who loves football yeah he might rub people up the wrong way because he's maybe a bit serious um but I, I never, I I could never say a bad word about him. I would have loved him to play for Aston Villa for a lot of his career as mm-hmm. well because he's just, uh, he was just a flaking player when he got when he got in there. He's just an honest player. But um, yeah. he's he's transitioned him into a flat four four two and Mitrovic and with Mitrovic and, and Majia up front. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And and, and, yeah, it'll and it'll actually be very interesting to see because he has been kept playing uh, Cavaliero. Is that his name? The yes, the, as the other striker, Mitrovic hasn't really got a look in this season and. He's a player that's hurt us in the past, um, even just with his hold-up play and bringing other guys into it. And I think he scored a couple against us in one game when we were in the championship. Um, So, I for one don't want to see him on on Sunday. Um, There's also players there like Loftus-Cheek is around, Mm -hmm. um, Anthony Robinson, who seems to offer a lot uh, going forward. I know his crossing doesn't seem to be too great but you know he, he he adds that extra attacking option if, if he is playing um you know it's the, the i if i if i was betting on it I, i'm gonna bet that the full get out of the, where they are they're looking mm. really they're looking really strong they seem to be coming together at the right time and i'd be really worried if i was a newcastle fan
1: that's a fair point uh, absolutely fair point and, and before i suppose we look at that right there uh their plight to get out of the league, which hopefully will start after this Sunday, because I think we would oh, all yeah. love, we would yeah. all love a win uh, for Aston Villa at the moment. Um, I also think that there's going to be a very interesting player that we'll be playing for them. That I think that uh, regardless of whether Fulham do stay up or not, I think we, we should should interest Aston Villa in the in the coming transfer window, and that's um, Anguissa. Anguissa, like the defensive midfielder, a Cameroonian player, and he's come in there. He has really been. You know, he, he's been at Fulham for the last almost, I think it's just three years, just, just over three years. And um, he has been a real rock for them, in fairness. He, I think he went down loan last year. Um, but he's just, he's a big boy. He's six foot uh, defensive midfielder. in there. he's only 25. And uh, he seems to have found his feet in the Premier League this year and is is, is kind of making them tick, so to say, uh, in, in, in that position. Um, a nice kind of destroyer type in there. And I think that... Look, if we do have our Captain Jack back, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on whether Angrisa is going to be covering over on that side of the field, which I would imagine he would, because when you look at their two wingers, they ain't going to get too much of too, they ain't going to get that much defensive help from Deca Rodova yeah. or from Adam, 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 Adam Luckman. And uh, if you're Kenny Tete over there on the right-hand side, who Jack Grealish absolutely tore apart. He, Tete looked good, but he just couldn't. He couldn't stay anywhere near mm. Jack Grealish in that game. Um it's going to be an interesting one because their two center halves as well are okay. I'm going to say they're okay. Yeah. They're, they're not brilliant. And I think if I remember rightly, and I want to correction on this, the Tete played as a, did he play as a kind of a left center or right, right center back in the back three against us the first day, a hundred percent open to correction there. Just from I think you're going be
0: right there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, and I think that's where we, where we kind of caught the brakes against Fulham as well. But uh it's going to be – I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. And, and uh, I think that we we have – look, it seems silly to say that we have a good chance against the team in 18th because we need to have a good chance against this team because our run-in is pretty tough. So yeah. we need to be beating Fulham at the weekend to make sure well, that we're
0: – like we, we. I think of, of our 10 games, there's there's three games that we really should win, and this is one of them. Um, yeah. The rest the, – the, the other seven are going to be really tough games from what I can see. Um. We've got to play Everton twice. Like, there's there's some really, like, we, we, we don't know what it's like to play Everton. We haven't played them yet, and it's it's the end of March, which is or it's April now. Jesus, mm. nuts. So um, we, we, we've got a tough enough run in. So th- th- those three games that we earmarked, I think, on the last podcast are the ones that we, we need to be getting three points from, and I fully expect us to get three points, but there'll be a hard-fought three points on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree um before we go and look at the how Aston Villa are going to set up first of all if you are watching this on YouTube absolutely really appreciate it if you subscribe to us on YouTube also if you're listening to the podcast version of this we still we absolutely love you listening to the podcast version as well our faces aren't made for YouTube this is just an easier thing for us to do today so if you are listening to the podcast version or even if you want to help us out in both ways please subscribe to the podcast version as well it just it costs nothing to do. It's very handy. It helps us uh, helps us out in the long run. So we would really, really appreciate that. A couple of uh, comments for the guys there that are, are coming in. Patrick has said it would be good to see game pushed up a little further forward for Aston Villa. I think that might be something we might be talking about when it comes to team selection. Yeah. Uh, Dean has said that there's talks of a new contract for Heaton at uh, the Steer playing goal today. Uh, he loves him and yeah, get Super John higher up the field. Showed us what we were missing from him playing so deep. That is an interesting one. With contract from Heaton Um, I think Tom Heaton is probably of the opinion that you know this isn't a bad place for him to be Um, even behind Emmy Mm Martinez maybe it could just be a contract to kind of increase his value because it's always good to have a good second goalkeeper the days of being a a Stuart Taylor or a um, a Richard Wright uh, as being a backup goalkeeper and costing nothing are kind of gone all the big teams have decent backup goalkeepers and uh, they're, they're the most important, it's the most important position on the, the field when you need one. So I'm yeah. all for signing and heating up to a new contract as well, if needs be. Absolutely. Um, Mitra, uh, Sam said that Mitrovic has been found out by VAR, which is a very good point as well. His particular brand of shithousery is hard to enact under close <laughs> scrutiny. As long as Wings can keep his head, I'd rather him than any other. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's a fair point as well, because Mitrovic is, is bavril you know, or he's uh he's Marmite. Marmite, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's great uh when he's on your team, and you hate him when he's not, you know. So um, so that is a good point. And uh, thanks very much, Shane, for tuning in as well. He says good job, guys, and thank you very much for uh for for joining us today. So let's take a look at Aston Villa's team. I had uh Oh, I'm not going to be able to share it. I'm so sorry. So we're just going to go down through it here. I had this very, very fancy um, team picker thing that I was going to show up, but apologies. It seems to have crashed in me just now, and um, we'll have it for the next game. Uh, technical. It's just technical difficulties after technical difficulties today. So apologies <laughs> about that. So, Paddy, we've had two weeks to think about how the hell do we want this team to to line out. Looks like we're going to have a clean bill of health. Um bar save for Wesley, who is, as we mentioned, uh, making his way back to fitness, taking yeah. off for precautionary reasons, and Courtney House who hasn't got out in the field. But we have it looks like all the horses are ready to run.
0: Yeah. And I yeah. It. um I, I I didn't envisage Wesley would have, would have anything to do with Sunday been playing today, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's gonna need some recovery time. Um there's two ways of looking at this. we spoke before the last podcast about playing. Nakamba and Luis behind McGinn. I think that's the elephant in the room now. After watching, I watched both um, Scotland's qualifiers um, over the last week, and it, while you know they they they, they were playing relative minnows the other night when he scored the two goals, it's still international football. We've seen some ridiculous results in the last few weeks, so anything is possible. But he took his goals well, he grey header the other night, overhead kick last week against a decent opposition in Austria. And the one thing that impressed me about him was, and I think I spoke to you, I don't think you, you were watching England, were you, and I was watching Scotland, I can't remember. And I messaged you and said, the position that John McGinn is getting into when, when, when they have the ball was incredible. He was always an option to pick out on the edge of the box. And I think, you know, if you know we've tried Barkley there, he he probably will go with same same again. That's just my opinion, but I would love to see McGinn get a chance in that more advanced position to show us what he can do and to see if the you know if if we see the ever John McGinn doing that because it's it, when you have him there, he has such energy that when we lose the ball, he will do the work back and get it and put in a tackle mm-hmm. as well. So that's probably what you don't get from Roth Barkley that you will get from John McGinn. So it's just an added extra that I can see. And, you know, he's he's great chemistry with Jack Grealish. They're really, really good mates. William Hill did a great video actually during the week. If you get a chance, have a look at their Twitter. It's very funny um, yeah. with, with Jack and John McGinn. And the, t- the two of them are just, they're, they're like, a, it's like a big bromance between the two of them. So I, 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 that's genuinely how I'd like to see us. Like there's, it's here and there. What's going to happen on the wing if Jack starts? If he comes on as a sub, that changes Jack everything. Start. I think Jack is starting. Yeah, I think we'll see Jack on the left, Bertie on the right, and Ollie Watkins through the middle. Um, I'd, I'd far, the back five, including the goalkeeper, picks itself. Um, but I'd, I'd love to see Nakamba and Luis, which we haven't seen at all. Put them in there, shore up that midfield, um, and and let the the front four yeah (laughs) you know go at it and you know it's it'll it would be very interesting to see but you know knowing dean smith the way we are i think it will be fairly similar to what we're used to it'll be mcginn in front of louise and then a another through the middle um Yes, I
1: woke up this morning with the exact same mindset as you that, uh I think that we will have McGinn in front of Luis A. or whether it be Barkley, whether it be uh, this, this is this is a, pr- a plum game, I think, for him to, to bring in Jacob Ramsey. Um, Lest we forget uh, Morgan Sanson, because Sanson has, has carried some favour with Dean Smith recently as well, which is fantastic. And it's to be it's it it's to be expected that he would be eased into this game you know he's even said it himself that the game was a bit faster at this league yeah. than he was expecting it to be but he's looked really good like let's not forget that he's looked really good for 20 minutes at the end of a game he is a super super person to have to bring in uh, at the moment provided that we are not chasing a game because as we know this team isn't built to chase games it's it's almost yeah. irrefutable fact i think at this stage we haven't chased a game yet this year so um, I don't expect us to start doing it now. Yeah, but um, well, I think but we've,
0: only, we've only come behind from behind once all season. Is that correct? I can't even think of who that was against. <laughs> I think it was ar- around Christmas time, I think. Just before Christmas. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, you're right. We're not We're not built for, for coming from behind. And, and that that's a job for the summer, I think. Um, there'll be a lot of work done on that in pre-season. And depending on who comes in, there'll be hopefully a few changes. Personnel, yeah. um It's. I think
1: Barkley gets a start. I think Barkley gets a start tonight. I think he.
0: Pr- I think he probably will. And 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 you know, it's between himself and Sanson in that position. Like I, I've given you what I would do because I think McGinn deserves it on his on his international uh, exploits. I think I would imagine he's been in uh, Dean Smith's office either today or yesterday, going, "Come on, Gaffer, <laughs> give me a chance to do this." You um, know, the good point there as well
1: as Paddy, is that he's been with the club. He's I'm sorry, he's been with the team for the last two weeks. So game planning with him in there is like this is this is what he needed. He needed two weeks of solid work with Dean Smith and yeah. with the squad to get in there without games coming tick and fast because we were playing a lot of games. Yes, we went on a run where we had only like one game a week, but we were playing Wednesday nights that we couldn't win, we were playing Sunday nights that we could win. Now we've had two weeks to sit down and regroup. We should, and I know the Fulham have had a lot of time to, to sit in the long grass as well. We really should have been two weeks game planning for this. We have the horses to go out and blow Fulham away and have a really good performance. I am expecting the full shebang on Sunday. And you know me, I'm okay with listen, when they'll win and we'll take the three points and we we'll run away. Usually, I'm expecting bells and whistles full on your vision stuff. Is what I'm expecting, and on, uh, on Sunday I want all the sparkles, all the fireworks, everything, because I think we're capable of it, and I think that, I think that it would go a long way to, it would go a long way to first of all announcing that Grealish is back in the team, and that people should be worried about us again for our running. But also, what it would do is it would go a long way to 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 put us in a good space to to, ha- to have a run in, so that we can hit the ground running next year on a positive note with some big victories over the course of um over the course of the 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 run in, as I said before, we go get to the off season. So, the start as we mean to continue now into the final, whatever it is, and I want to say third of the yeah. quarter of the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing to think there's still ten games. You know, I think I I share your view there. I think I think this is the capability of being a springboard game for us. I think I think if we go and and put on a show on Sunday get a good result, bear in mind that we've got to play Liverpool away and Man City at home next. There's a there's a lot of tough games in there as we know. We've Man United, we've Everton twice, so this could be the springboard to push us on through through these tough games. Um, to give the players a bit of confidence and, you know, I, I I won't accept anything less than three points on Sunday and I actually don't care if it's a 1-0 and hits off someone's arse in the 90th minute. It, if it's a good performance and we get the three points, that's all that matters.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I would I would love nothing more than to see November to see October Ross Barkley come out. Much null as thumping as we've yeah. given him, you know, but I would love nothing more than November Ross Barkley to come out and uh, November Jack Grealish to come out and for um Villa to, to be 2 0 up at halftime, bring on Al Ghazi and he, pull, he he scores two penalties in the last minute. So, if we have <laughs> if we have uh September, October, November Jack Grealish, we have October uh <laughs> Barkley <laughs> and we have December Al Ghazi, I tell you something, mm. it'll be a fun game to watch. And I think we can do look, we're, we're we are. It's okay to be a streaky team the way after what happened last year. I just want to see us maybe put something together and show more of an identity uh, in, in in attack uh, for the last eight games, the last 10 games of the season. That's really what, what I'm, mm. that's my wish more so than anything else. But um, I would be happy with one a 1 0 win. I don't expect us to go out and blow the doors. Like I, I know I, I said that we could go out and have fireworks in this game, but. You know, I want a good performance. If we play like Burnley at home and have twenty-seven shots and win one-nil, I'd be absolutely delighted. I just want to see coherency. I want to see game plan. I want to see players playing with smiles in their faces, and I want to see things go right for the team in the transitions through the through the different lines of the field. If we only score one goal, so be it. But as long as it's the one goal that wins the game for us, that's uh, that, that's what I would like. Yeah. So I, I share yeah. your um, I, I, I share your your uh, your same sentiment in that as well. A couple of uh, things that the lads were saying there um, in live chat as well is Shane says that he would love us to sign James Ward Pros in the summer. What do you think, guys? He's a great set-piece taker. That's a bit better than Connor in open play. He would love an opinion.
0: Mm. Um, I, I'll take that one. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of James Ward Pros as a player. I think he has an exceptional set-piece in him. Obviously, we've be, been on the receiving end of it. But I, I actually don't think he would offer much more than Connor Horan that's just my opinion um we, we 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 will have an option to do to do something with connor when he comes back in in the summer because he's, he's still got another year left in his contract so um for me i think it might it probably would, wouldn't be good money spent there my view on him in is,
1: international <laughs> yeah well, well my view on him there is um he's done really nothing since our game and I think we maybe. I'm not going to say that we've broken him or anything like that, but like they played him at right back against us the last day. You could say that that's that's versatility. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a man, I think, I, I think he's a man without a without a true true position. Um, if he did come into our team, I don't think he would be able to hold down that central midfield position. Do you play him wide right? I guess, I guess you could try him out wide right. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an interesting player. I'm gonna, I'm, but I'm gonna come down the side of I really haven't seen a whole pile of him to be able to say for certain. uh, Bar the the wonderful free kicks that he's had to say for certain. Uh, Then I suppose when you look at the body side of things and with financial fair play, if you guys haven't seen the video we did on financial fair play with it it being relaxed. to some degree, which hasn't been announced yet, it's not going to be abolished. So it's going to be relaxed to some sort of a degree. It would be interesting to see there. Like you're going to want to have to shift fifty million in, in, mm. into into you know into a wheelbarrow for him because they're not going to let him go on the cheap. No, um, because and I, think, I just, think
0: he'd be way overpriced for for what we're trying to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, any time I watched Southampton and he appears on the ball, you're nearly going. Oh, I forgot he was playing. He just doesn't get on the ball enough for me. Mm. Um, I'm, su- I'm sure not everybody will agree with that sentiment. But, you know, I had this conversation recently with a, with a friend of mine who, funny enough, is a Southampton fan. And he agreed with me, you know, that, that Conor Horahan offers just as much. So um, I think Shane just put that question there because he knew I had already loaded <laughs> you're loaded for uh for, for kind of we we are a pro connor connor podcast here
1: um dean has said that Mar- yes going back to when we were mentioning about our setup marvelous is the one to run to jockey and the pass simple he can do that next to dougie mcgin plays the balls over the top but dougie can do that uh mcgin's goals in the championship were so good such as hillsborough away man united away as well um we need a 97 98 john gregory end of season finish which is possible and we've played better against the top teams that's a very good point as well mm-hmm. you know we have obviously played better against the top teams so far if we yeah. can draw our way out, if we can draw our way out of this season with some really good draws and good defensive performances and stifle some very good attacking teams well then yeah that's the they're they're the they're the type of kind of 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 uh performances, I think, that, that Dean Smith would be looking for. Absolutely. Um, McGinn is a throwback. He needs to play like a pre-2000s keen uh, Robson, Platt, Taylor midfielder would. Uh, we get for, get forward, get back, let the work rate make up for the freedom from the position and discipline. And that's a really interesting piece, Rich. I actually like that as well because, when Paddy, when you were saying that you'd like to see Marvellous Nakamba and Douglas Louise in, in the middle of midfield with McGinn up front, McGinn isn't going to be able to stop himself from hearing back you know, yeah. um, he's not going to be able to stop himself. He actually even referred to himself as to his role within the team as, um, with he, his role within the team as being a more of a marathon runner. And uh, in that William Hill interview he did with Jack Grady, he said mm. that Jack Grady is encouraged to be a sprinter and that, uh, that McGinn is encouraged to be a marathon runner around the field. And that was, uh, that was some good insight from him as well. Um, he's a funny man. As well, that was a really, really good, good piece. But uh, you're, you're right. Uh, I think you're right. There is Rich, Rich. Uh, he is a bit, bit like an Ian Taylor, maybe even more of a David Platt, I think. But we haven't seen him further forward in two, two yeah. seasons. The last time he was further forward, I did, I did a, a, a piece of him on him on for the love of pomegranate as well. You'll be able to find it there under the blog section. I did a piece on the three different positions that he's played since he's came to the club, and we just haven't seen him further forward, you know, since he's mm-hmm. been here. So, so that is a good point. Um, Shane says, "The fair enough, lads. Uh, thanks for the opinions. Yeah, as I say, we, I think we would be. I, I would be more for James Ward-Prowse. I, I haven't really seen him enough, other than the two games we played with him this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just don't notice he fit into this midfield." Patrick says, uh, "I think biggest issue with Connor is his engine. Good player, but seems to run out of. And that yeah. is absolutely fair, Patrick. And he and runs I think out of
0: Ward-Prowse is similar, as I said, he goes missing for for too long a period in a game, and. You know, I think that's Connor's biggest issue too—that his engine doesn't get him beyond an hour, seventy minutes tops, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just feel like he's gassed. Now he's still only he's, what's he, thirty years of age? You know, there is a small bit of a window there if he can readjust his game, if he, if he can do some work in the preseason. It's 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 not for everybody. Not everybody's tank can take it. But we'll 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 see during the off season, no doubt.
1: Yeah, let's see. If he depending becomes, on how he
0: finishes with Swansea, Swansea could come in with a bid that's too good to refuse. Yeah. If 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 they, especially if they go up, so time will tell.
1: The Irish Pirlo—that's what he could be. He could drop back into that beautiful role in between, in, in front of the back four and just ping passes around. And all he needs lovely. to do—grows his hair a small bit longer, sets <laughs> a vineyard in the south of Cork down in uh down in in the south of yeah. Ireland down there. He, Cork. he even looks Italian. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't know. He, skin, yeah. he does look fairly cork to me, to be honest. With you. I think that's no. it, <laughs> I think <he> <laughs> that stare that stare into into the distance, he gives you you can nearly cut yourself off in so sharp <laughs> at times. Um but yeah, I think I suppose Paddy, I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire here. Give me a prediction, what are you gonna call it? What's the what's the game gonna be? Um, what's the score gonna to be to uh, on Sunday?
0: Um I think after a KG maybe 55 60 minutes we'll score and we'll just hang on with that and it'll be 1-0 and I think it'll be a solid enough performance they'll keep it tight they'll deploy jack to run a up, hopefully and uh you know I am sure we'll score um I can't depending on which uh, what wh- whoever he decides to play up top and plus you know there's goals from the wing for them so there's there's a lot to there's a lot to consider but um I'm going for one 0 and I'd be happy enough at one 0 and we'll we'll get Ollie Watkins off the mark again following his uh his goal for England. I've got to go two 0 Um and I've absolutely nothing to
1: back it up, just have a good feeling. <laughs> 2-0. Like the whole statistical analysis of it goes against me. Uh, Fulham are undefeated, they haven't lost in their last eight away matches. Um I think there's a statistic as well out there that there've been. I think it's under 1.5 or under 2.5 goals in the la, uh, in eight of the last nine away games that Fulham have played in, and that there's been under 2.5 goals in some like six or seven of the last. Um, uh, our Aston Villa have scored under 2.5 goals in their six or seven of their last away games as well, uh, which is, should be an easy one to go back on. I think Villa mm. have have I think Villa have had two weeks to. To focus on this, I think Jack Grealish has been in training for those two weeks. Uh, we've only really been without McGinn in that midfield. Um, trying to think as well. I, don't, I think it's just McGinn and Bertie were the two. Uh, Mings has obviously been on away on international duty. Everybody else has more or less been at home. I think that's a great thing for Aston Villa football club and for Dean Smith to be able to yeah. implement his band. Two-nil win for Aston Villa. I'm going to take that one to the bank with absolutely nothing to back it up other than a Mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah excellent
0: but it uh, but be above all else we need three points i don't care how we get them just get the three points and try and push on for these last 10 games and we will have surprises you know we expect mm. we expect to win the the we've we, we earmarked three didn't we there was west brom um newcastle in there we played them twice yeah. we?
1: we've played newcastle twice yeah, Spurs and Everton. We've they, we've Everton to play twice.
0: Everton twice. Um, Man City, Man City, Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, sorry, Crystal, Crystal Palace was the other game that, that I'd earmarked for the three points. That w- those three wins would bring us to fifty points, and anything above that was a bonus. Um, because you know we you've named all them teams, and then we've Spurs and Chelsea last. So th- there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of football in there. I think if yep. we can pick up them three wins, I think we, we, we'll definitely pick a scalp there. You might even pick two. And, you know, I think 56 points and maybe add another draw into it would be fantastic. But I, I, think, I, I think I'd I think be happy with 50 points.
1: Uh, once again, I'm, I I think if we were to finish on, I think as if it's over 51 or 52 points, I think it would be our fourth highest finish in the last twenty five year 20 years mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Yeah. There we go that's that's where we are guys that's exactly where we are although four of those those years were out of the Premier League or three of those years were out the Premier League as well um anyway 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 um here's to a great game on Sunday as I try to shed a small bit more light in the situation and um, here's to a great game on Sunday thanks to everybody for everything you do for the podcast I mean it from the bottom of my heart just even listening to us and our rants and our ravings um you know we don't have all the answers but we'll try and talk our way, our way around into an opinion somewhere or another. And we thank you guys so much for listening or watching, whichever way you'd like to consume the podcast. As I say, we would really appreciate it if you, if you subscribe to to any podcast, uh, podcast, um, and providers or anything like that just give us a little subscription there and that as well as say cost noting same on youtube as well if you watch us on youtube just click the subscribe button click the little bell we're going to be doing a small bit more live stuff but thanks so much for ev- to everybody for everything that you do uh for the podcast as it is you can follow paddy on at villa paddy you can follow me on at love mcgrab pod and all that's really left to say is here's to a great win hopefully and sunday against fulham and up the villa up the villa